When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, this is the Riverwind Casino Coaches Corner, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one. Also brought to you in part by Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. This is the Riverwind Casino Coaches Corner. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Plank and Gabe Eichert. Welcome inside the Coach's Corner, our final scheduled Coach's Corner of 2021, along with Gabe Eichert. I'm Chris Plank. We're pumped to be joined by Dennis Simmons, outside of receivers. Coach, you got stuck talking to us post-game, so we appreciate you coming back, Coach. Kind of wild how the season flies. I'm sure at times it feels like it lasts forever. At times it seems like it flies. But heading into the final game week, just uh, congratulations on 10-1, and man. How's it feel? Ah, uh, feels like ten to one, I guess. <laughs> Another game week, so I mean, it, it, you know, as you said, they kind of run together. So I mean, just trying to get ready to go out and put our best foot forward this weekend. Now, a little peek behind the curtains here, breaking down the fourth wall. We typically tape this show on a Wednesday because of the holiday. We did so on a Monday, so everything from Saturday is a little bit fresher. And coach, you know, not the most explosive passing game that we've ever had, but overall. Uh, your guys still able to contribute in blocking and doing everything they can to get open. As you looked at the film, how did you feel about the outside receivers' performance against Iowa State? You know, I thought we did some good things on the perimeter. You know, obviously there was some windows that I wish we could have expanded a little bit more and uh, gave those guys a little bit more room to work with uh, and to, to get upfield. Uh, the biggest thing that we talked about was, you know, going into that two-minute, uh, I think our the drive before the last one where we, you know, we – went into victory mode, you know, being being able to execute with all 11 and, and being better in that situation. Dennis, you look at what Iowa State was doing from, 
you know, a defensive schematic perspective, just extremely conservative from Iowa State and, and really just daring you guys to run the ball. How, do your guys get frustrated when a team takes that approach, right? Because there's so many guys back in coverage. It's, it's kind of hard to find those windows in the passing game, right? You know, receiver guys, you know, they always want the ball. So, I mean, they get frustrated when they're not getting it, but they also understand. I mean, we got a group of guys that have been around and they understand, you know, sometimes you got to do things that may not, you know, see stats for your, you personally on the stat sheet, but it helps you win games. And at the end of the day, I mean, all of those guys are out there. That's, that's the number one goal of everything is to win the football game. So, I mean, I, they get it. Uh, when, when teams drop like that, you know, A, you got to be more disciplined and, and decisive where you are in, your, in those windows uh, to help the quarterback out to, to be able to, to put the ball to you. But, I mean, and on, the, on the flip side of it, too, I mean, if they take away one aspect of the game, we know, you know, we, we got a run game that we can rely on and, and we can use that to help us be victorious. That time of possession is still wild. You know, when you think about it, that Iowa State essentially had the football a whole quarter more than you guys did on Saturday. But, Coach, you know, it's a lot of the things they were doing defensively. I, th I feel like we've had this conversation before, but, you know, Gabe kind of talked about keeping the guys right mentally whenever you're on the sidelines. That There's only so much scheming you can do at that point. Is it a kind of a, a, a mental exercise to make sure no one gets frustrated with the, the lack of time of possession, the lack of time on the field? No, because, I mean, I think we've seen it so much this year. Uh, so, I mean, do they get frustrated? Yes. Uh, but, I mean, they also understand, you know, people are trying to uh, disguise or trying to create plans to, to make us less effective offensively. And, and, you know, they're trying to do things on the other side of the ball to win the game too. So, Well, let's start talking about some of the guys individually. We saw the big catch by Mike Woods. Unfortunately, not a bunch of uh, – targets, receptions for these guys. But, man, what Mike Woods has brought this year, Coach, it's been really fun to see him playing his last game uh, at Gaylord Family, Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. Can you take us through the difference he's made in this room? Well, I mean, I, I think I've stated it all along. I mean, he's brought about of – you know, just playing experience, and he's bought a uh, maturity, and, and, and you know some of those those knowledge and some of those those things that you get uh, in actually playing the game. He's he's brought it to the room, and it was it was something that we needed because uh, you know we lost some guys that had, that had a tremendous amount of uh, playing experience prior to him getting here. Now, with that in mind, one of those experienced guys was back in uniform on Saturday, but. Didn't really see him get an opportunity on the field. How close is Theo Wees, coach, to being able to make an impact on this team? He's very close, uh, you know, and yeah, he's, he's, he's back uh, medically cleared. So, I mean, we're looking forward to try to get him back into the fold. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's had a, a, a really good week of practice last week. So that was, that was very encouraging from that aspect. And, you know, you know, he's at a, at a position where, you know, we didn't get a lot of plays in uh, last game. Uh, I think we only had like 21 uh, in the whole first half. So, I mean, you know, with uh, Jaden playing well and, and T. West playing well and Mario playing well and Mike playing well and Jaleel playing well. So, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, we just got to find a windows of opportunity to get him back out there and, and let him do his thing as well. You mentioned Jaden Hazelwood, Coach, and you, you look at, what he has done this season. He's had some really quiet games, and then he's had some breakout games, right? What did you see from Jaden against the Cyclones, and 
What what is just his demeanor and kind of his mentality been throughout this entire year? Well, I mean, I think he blocked well on the perimeter against those guys consistently all day. Uh, you know, obviously, I would have liked for him to have made that 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 vertical ball down there in the end zone. And you know, he had one other target, which was the quick slant there, which. You know, I would have liked him to to been able to do a little bit more with that after the catch on that one. But, you know, that's that's the, the, the coach slash Oklahoma dad and me talking. <laughs> These guys seem to embrace, though, that role when it comes to blocking. And, and I think we go back a couple weeks ago when Jaden spoke to the team and said, hey, I'll, whatever it takes to win. Coach, I, I, again, everyone wants a football. They want to make plays. Back to whatever you coach Michael Crabtree at Texas Tech. Every receiver is always open. And what the ball throw to him. But it seems like your guys really embrace the responsibility of blocking. Well, I think my our, our, the guys in our room just want to win. And, you know, they they were committed to doing whatever it takes to help us be successful on, it, on any uh, in each uh, play. And if, if that means, hey, we got to sacrifice and we got to block, then that's that's what we need to do. When you, when you look at the offense as a whole, Dennis, how do you feel you guys are rolling offensively? right now because you know it, it seems like it's been difficult for you guys to find the perfect blend of you know success in the passing game while also having success in the running game it have you guys just not quite found that balance that you you have want you've kind of been searching for this season well I think you know we played a lot of you know in terms of Complete games, I think we played, you know, 10-man football at times as opposed to playing 11-man football, which, you know, that's not the, the recipe that you want. You want all 11 guys on the same page. Uh, you know, where do I feel like we are as an offense? I feel like we're still an offense that has the capability to explode, and I think there's been several games where we have, you know, have, you know, showcased that we got the, the capability to do that. Uh, you know, you got some new uh, dynamics and, 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 and features that's kind of factored into our offense this year, and, you know, not to, to go into, you know, a long drawn out of justifications and excuses. I mean, at the end of the day, we will – and I think we're capable of, you know, playing better than what we have. And I think, you know, no matter if we score 60 points or if we score 12, we're always going to feel that way. I love it. All right, final uh, part of segment one, Icarus Intel brought to you by Orthodontics exclusively. And, Gabe, you, uh, you picked a big play for the freshman. Yep, and this is a huge play in the football game, right? We always talk about how these guys work scramble drill, how important those situations are in practice. And when you translate him to the game field, coach, and just a heck of a play by Mario Williams right here. How about getting the toe in? That, that's, that's also something you practice. You got to be proud seeing that. Yeah, I mean, you, he didn't have a whole lot of space, but he did a great job of maximizing the, the room that he had. So, I mean, you know, kudos to him and, and to all of those guys, you know, the line blocking and, and Caleb finding the window to get it there. I almost want to say, did he end up getting both feet in? Or just, it was close. The right, the right <laughs> foot looks close to tapping also. Hey, we're in college, man. All, they, all, all that counts is one. <laughs> all you need is one. I love it. Right, and by the way, you, you've talked about this a lot, Coach. I think, I think we had you on for the OU Texas weekend, and there was a scramble drill where Jane Hazelwood did one small thing that no one would notice, but you saw it and you're like, hey, listen, he doesn't do that. The play's not open. You guys work on these scramble drills consistently and, and a lot. Yeah, especially when you're going to play a team like Iowa State that's going to drop, you know, uh, a number of guys in, in various zones and coverages, you know, 
you 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 have to be ready to, to to scramble and you have to be anticipating that. So that's that's something that, you know, we work every week, but you know, it was something that was definitely emphasized last week. Hey, when we come back inside the coach's corner, let's talk about those freshmen, including Mario Williams as we get set for Bedlam with Dennis Simmons inside the coach's corner presented by Riverwood. Thank you to our Cornerstone Television partners, OU Health and Anheuser-Busch. And our community partners, Fowler Auto Group, OU Health, OG&E, and Coca-Cola. Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Riverwind Casino, still the one. Bud Light, it's for the fans. The Sooner Sports Podcast is your all-access radio pass to Sooner Sports. Listen as Toby Rowland and Chris Plank talk all things Sooners. New episodes drop every day. Log on to Soonersports.com slash podcast or search Sooner Sports Podcast in your favorite podcast provider. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate and Riverwind Casino. Final segment with Dennis Simmons. Coach, listen, we, uh, we, we've we talked about Theo Wees, Jane Hazelwood, and Mike Woods in our first segment. How about some of these young guys? That touchdown catch by Mario Williams, saw the Jets sweep to him, uh, battled through a little bit of an injury this season. How's he progressed with an incredibly high ceiling, it seems? You know, Mario's played well. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased uh, with where he's at. Uh, now, I probably wouldn't personally tell him that at this point right now. But, yeah, I mean, he's played well. I'm excited to, uh, for him to get through a, a, a full cycle of offseason in, in, in a season. Uh, but, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, you know, Cody, William, Cody Jackson has played well this season. Uh, and so has Jaleel Farouk. I mean, uh you know, some of the things that he's done, you know, especially in, in the special teams area, has uh, is, is, is really helped our team uh, as well this uh, this season. Yeah, it's been, it's been fun to see Cody Jackson get back. I remember I was talking to, to, to Benny Wiley, and we were talking about your, the young guys, and he pointed at Jaleel Farouk, and he said, that that's a kid right there. As a weight room guy coach, it's got to be exciting to have one of your young guys. And your, your strength coach is like, yeah, this is a dude that's killing in the weight room. That's that's a big-time future for him. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, he's made some, you know, him along with uh, Trey West have made some, you know, some big plays for us, uh, you know, coming down to stretch these last couple of games in the special teams area. So, I mean, when they get their opportunity to shine on the offense, it'll be exciting to see what they do as well. All right, Dennis, let's talk some bedlam. And clearly – Oklahoma State playing elite defense. Uh, a lot of people, including myself, think they're the second-best defense in the country with what they've done up to this point. How excited are you guys for this challenge? I mean, because you, you, this, this doesn't come around very often here in the Big 12. It just really doesn't. So how excited are you guys on the offensive side to show – what you're capable of in this game against this defense? Well, I mean, we're excited to play an, another game as a unit, as a team. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, when you're playing your your, your in-state rival team, you know, that creates uh, another little level of energy uh, going throughout that week uh, through practice. A lot of our guys know so, you know, several members on their team and, and vice versa. So, I mean, we're excited for the opportunity. Uh, they're a great football team, and I think it says a lot about, you know, the state of Oklahoma where you, you have two two good teams uh, within the state uh, playing quality football. So, I mean, I, you know, we're looking forward to it as, as I'm sure they are as well. 
clearly we're not going to get into how you guys are going to attack Jim Knowles' defense, but how different is what they do from a coverage perspective in particular than what we've seen some of these other teams do to you? Because it, it's just it's a lot more aggressive in the back end, and it, it seems like there, there are some serious opportunities for your guys in particular to have some significant explosive plays in this game if they're able to win their one-on-one battles. Well, I mean, I think you hit the head, uh, the nail on the head right there. I mean, they're an aggressive uh, unit, but I mean, they also are a unit of, of guys that have played a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, college football games. So, I mean, you got a uh, aggressive unit and you add on the fact that, you know, you got guys with veteran experience and, you know, you know, for a lot of those guys will probably be playing their last home game in their stadium. So, I mean, you know, the emotions will be running high. They'll have a lot to play for and, they, you know, they'll be ready to get after us. You know, it's, it's wild because last year in this game, um, Oklahoma had some success throwing the ball deep. Is there much you can take, Coach, from last year to this year? How different is this unit with what you're seeing on tape? I mean, they're a talented unit. They're yeah. a tough unit. We better have our, you know, we better have our lunch bags ready and be ready to go in and work. Yeah, um, it's always a challenge. And you mentioned it. You know, these guys get it. You know, Gabe played in it um, four years. Bedlam. Never like to talk about ratcheting up any energy, but do you really need any of that motivational speech or anything? The guys get how big this is, don't they? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, once again, it's another opportunity for our team to go out and play together. Uh, but, it, I mean, in, in, in the back of their mind, I mean, we can say what we want, but, I mean, these, these kids know they're, they're going to this – is, this is bragging rights for, for both sides of the state. So, I mean, you know, we know that – we're going into their house. They're going to be fired up. That stadium's going to be rocking, and you know it's we gotta we gotta bring our own energy and bring our own excitement and, and come ready to work. Clearly, bragging rights on the line in this one, Dennis. But also, a trip to the Big Twelve Championship game is is that something that you guys talk about? Now I know if Baylor loses, you guys get it anyway. But is that something you guys are talking to your guys about, or is it just hey? Singular focus on beating Oklahoma State and let everything else take care of itself. Yeah, I mean we, it's, it's the you you can only do and control what you can control, and I mean we can control how we play, how we prepare, and this is the game of, of the week. I mean, so I mean, our our focus is going out and trying to compete and, and play our best and win one game a week. This happens to be that game this week, so I mean that's the only thing that we could you know we could talk about. So you, in other words, what I'm seeing is. I feel like Oklahoma is the most disrespected 10-1 and team in college football. You don't allow yourself to get caught up in the rankings. I know the guys see it on social media, but when you see the playoff rankings, that's not something that you have to use for motivation or that you allow to enter into your mind? No, because, I mean, you can't control someone else's opinion of you. I mean, at the end of the day, you can control your actions. You can control how you present yourself. You can control how you prepare yourself. You can control how you work. But, I mean, at the end of the day, if someone else is going to draw a conclusion of who they think you are, what they think you are, what you're capable of doing, I mean, and, and until you get out and play the game, you, you have no control over their opinion. So, I mean, why worry about something that you have no control over? <laughs> Dennis, I'm, I'm curious, man. It's good life lesson there, by the way. That's true. <laughs> control the controllables. Put it on a sign. Hang it, hang it on the wall somewhere. Let's go. And you, you look at the circumstances for this game, obviously um, a lot on the line, but also prime time. Man, this is, this is one of the things that I know the fan base has been wanting more of, the players have been wanting more of. Is, 
Is it the same way for coaches? Or, or are you a little tired of the 11 a.m.s and you're <laughs> like, okay, 6.30, under the lights, in front of the entire country. Does, does that get the juices flowing for you a little more? No, I mean, it's a game opportunity. So, I mean, I, I could care less if we played it at 6 in the morning. It's an opportunity <laughs> to play a game. The time, the location, none of that stuff really matters to me personally. Uh, it's just, you know, it's an opportunity to go out and, and get a chance to, to get another one in. So, let's, let's go do it. And Coach, before we get into uh, some Thanksgiving fun, I'm curious. You know, you, your name starts getting surfaced for head coaching vacancies, and your name is attached to places. How do you handle that? What's, what's that process like for you? You seem so focused on this team that that outside stuff doesn't even register to you. Uh, you know, honestly, it really doesn't. I mean, my, my main concern this week is, you know, making sure my guys are prepared to play well uh, in the game Saturday and, you know, if Whatever happens after that, you know, hopefully we can plan, be prepared this time next week, getting prepared to play in another game. And, you know, whatever happens after that, I mean, it, it is what it is. Singular focus, man. I love it. All right. So in lieu of Twitter questions this week, Academy Sports and Outdoors, we've put together four very important Thanksgiving questions, a little would you rather. So here we go, Coach, this or that. Would you rather cook Thanksgiving dinner or have to clean up everything after? Uh, Cleaning's not fun. Yeah, but seeing that we got practice, I probably, for the convenient aspect of it, I would probably much rather clean up everything after. Gotcha. Got you, know, you know the real answer. Just bring the food in from somewhere. <laughs> right, exactly. There you go. Just be it's able to throw what we do away. at the Eichert household. It's easy. All right, this is a good one. Eat midday or dinner time? Are you Ooh. a Thanksgiving lunch guy or a Thanksgiving early evening guy? Ah, uh, because we got practice on that day, I'm definitely a Thanksgiving early <laughs> evening guy. I <laughs> love it. So at dinner time. All right, two more. Ham or turkey? Uh probably turkey. Turkey. Yeah. Fried. He thought he thought about saying ham and then he was like, ooh, people are gonna yeah, judge me for that. Jump all over us. No, and fried. Definitely fried. Deep fried oh, already got deep fried or oven roasted, you're all over the deep fried? Yes. I've never had deep fried turkey. It's really? amazing. Is it? Yes. Move a little plank. Come on, man. Now me in this year. Coach, good luck in Bedlam on Saturday night. We always dig talking to you. Uh, have a blast preparing this week, and happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Likewise, brothers. All right, that's Dennis Simmons. Calvin Thibodeau is next inside the Coach's Corner. Walden Cleaners and Laundry, where the difference is quality. Riverwind Casino, still the one. OU's football games are available on Exodus 96.5 FM in Oklahoma City and 101.5 FM El Patron in Tulsa, as well as on those stations' websites. Each OU Spanish broadcast will feature a 30-minute pregame show and a 15-minute postgame show. This segment is brought to you by Community Coffee, family-owned Community Coffee, the official brewed coffee of OU Athletics. Taste the difference family makes. Calvin Thibodeau is back inside the coach's corner, Sooner defensive line coach after a massive weekend for this Oklahoma defense, along with Gabe Ike, and I'm Chris Plank. Coach, congratulations, man. That had to be some fun film study after Saturday. Yeah, it was. Uh, just just happy for the young man, man, uh, uh, to be able to add value to the team in a big way, man. Just really proud of the group. At, at any point, did you feel bad for Brock Purdy? Because I know I certainly did, Tibbs. I was like, my God, he's got a family, guys. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, I, I, I remember uh, 
uh, last year uh, in the Big 12 championship, I think he was standing in the back of the end zone. We left a couple out on the field, man. So to to be able to touch him up as much as we could, man, that was the goal. And uh, it certainly worked out that way. How does how does that change the mentality of the defense? You know, when when you're winning at the line of scrimmage, the way that your defensive linemen were, I, I just have to imagine that gives that group an unbelievable amount of confidence and energy in a game. Yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, we, we've always told them, guys, when, when you when you feel that group uh, uh, on, on game day, you, you know you're going to enjoy the outcome. You know, when we're getting off blocks, when, when we're being active, when we're in the backfield, good things happen, and, and that juice is contagious, and it rubs off on everybody else. So we always talk about it starts up up front. And, you know, for them guys to, to, to you know, uh, make some plays and uh, create some juice, man. It, it was awesome for Saturday. Yeah, and uh, Coach Riley mentioned it in his postgame press conference about finishing. You know, this is a defensive line that, Coach, for all intents and purposes, has done a good job of living an opponent's backfield. But to see him finish, and you mentioned, I was thinking about, Perion mentioned it in the Big 12 championship game when he had Purdy and yeah, literally yeah, in his hands. Yeah. So what was the key that you saw from these guys to finish? Was it technique and practice was it getting back to the basics because they weren't leaving any doubt when they got to the quarterback well it's it just just it just starts with them you know that, that that want to to go finish every single play every single rep you know um it starts with those guys um you know you know getting off on the ball you know finishing plays that that was a uh, big priority for us. It's been a big priority for this whole season to finish to finish to finish so uh, to have it on tape that's awesome Tibbs is as proud of your guys as you are for what they did when it came to just ruining Brock Purdy's life on Saturday, how how impressed were you with what they were able to do against Brees Hall? I mean, completely shut down one of the best backs in the country. He, he only had 58 yards rushing on 19 carries. I, I know you always preach, hey, stop the run, and then you can go rush the passer. So have that, some fun, stop the run. Have some fun, stop the run, Tibbs. Uh, yeah. That's exactly what you guys did. Stop the run, then have some fun. <laughs> I, you know, no, no, no question. You know, you know that, that that 296 number was attached to us, and you, you take that personally, and we know we, we, we're better than, than that 296 number from, from Baylor, uh, Baylor. So, you know, we, we they, they took the challenge personal, and, and they stepped up. You know, we, we knew that if we could make that team one-dimensional, that that, 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 that that would work in our favors, and they did that. All right, so we just watched the highlight of the hit by Perrion Winfrey. And now, obviously, it's great pursuit by Perrion, but – Coach, also to do it legally and to yeah. make sure he didn't lead with the crown of his helmet. How much do you guys work on that? Oh, you know that's 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 day one fundamentals. You know, you know if you use that the top of that uh, that crown, you're, you're going to get kicked out of a game. So, you know, while I'm enjoying the highlight, I'm looking at the highlight to make sure that he didn't, you know, that I that I'm not going to be with him for the rest of the game. So, right. <laughs> it, it was awesome to see that he didn't use his crown, and uh, man, it, it was good. It was good in, infectious energy. Did you, Plank, did you happen to see who the first person to celebrate with Perion was? I think it was Tibbs, wasn't it? It was Tibbs. Now, it was cautious. It was like cautious optimism on the celebration. It was like, is that flag coming? Is that flag coming? But, Tibbs, how much fun is it to, you know, just have those kinds of moments with your guys, you know, have those types of celebrations? That's what coaching's all about. No doubt, no doubt. Just to see those guys out there having fun. Um, that's what it's all about. I, I honestly, I think the you know, last time I felt like that, you know, that Nebraska game, you know, uh, you know, after that game, we, we lost Jalen and, and it affected our group, you know, no, no ifs, ands and buts about it. You know, he's, he's just a young man that when he's out there, 
he finds the ball. You know, he, he's done that in every game that he's played in. And, uh, you know, to have him back and have him healthy and to have him hunting, it makes our whole group better. So um, to see, you know, guys making plays and, and impactful plays, uh, Isaiah Thomas, you know, the the, the, the sacks he had, uh, uh, Nick Benito, you know, rushing the way he did. And then to, to add value, you know, our guys getting off blocks and making plays, it, it was just huge. It was, it was a fun day and they fed off each other. One of the, I think one of the most important things with Jalen being back on the field, coach, is the fact that it does allow Isaiah Thomas to go back to his more natural position of defensive end. Just what, what have you seen from IT being able to bump back out there on the edge and kind of play his more natural position? Uh, it, it, it's, it, it's like I said, we got four athletes out there, guys that can make plays, and then to have Isaiah back on the edge. And, and I think Isaiah, man, he's just one of them guys that. He's an intelligent young man. He's probably the only guy that can play all four positions. And uh, I, I think he's better when you play him in multiple spots. So um, just, just to see the production you got from a man, really fired up for that young man. 95 not biting the cheese on the boot game plank. No, he's great. And, you know, not only – he's a great story of development, mm -hmm. right? Coach Tibbs, mm -hmm. Gabe and I talk about this. Toby and I talk about it a lot. Sometimes if a guy – doesn't wow everyone the first moment he steps on the field or his freshman season. Fans kind of, oh, he's bust. never going to be in. He's right. a bust. Right. But here's IT, a guy that developed and has gotten better every single year, and he's a guy that's going to play on Sundays. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. He's a guy that, you know, came in here, basketball player, you know, uh, was maybe two... 240-ish, something like that, and then to see him at 270 now and, you know, and, and, and confident and, you know, his ability to make plays, man, it's a credit to him for sticking through it and, and fighting his butt off, and now you get a chance to, you know, finish this thing off the way he has, man. It's really a credit to him that he just kept fighting, he kept pushing, and, you know, when he got his opportunity, man, he ran with it and didn't look back. Yeah, and then I, I want to follow up one more thing on IT, and not just because he's a Tulsa guy, but his leadership, Coach, his personality, it seems as if, He's very confident in who he is, and his guys respond to him. Oh, no doubt. You know, he, he's, a, he's a funny guy, man. Uh, you know, you get around him, and he can have a whole uh, locker room rolling, man. Uh, he's a guy that, you know, he does things the right way, and uh, you could point to a guy that practices the right way, that prepares the right way, and he's getting the results. So, as a coach, you can use, uh, you can use his story, man, to, to motivate others. Coach, Isaiah Coe was a guy that was – he was doing some good things and then ha had the ankle injury. Is is he all the way back physically? Was Because we saw him in the backfield a couple times on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good to see him out there. Um, you know, that, that ankle injury slowed him down a little bit. Uh, 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 and it's good to see him, you know, finding himself again. In order for us to do what we want to do, man, we're going to need the big man to be healthy. Um, you know, he makes us better when, 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 when everybody in that group is going in the game and finding the ball, you know, we, you know, it, it makes our team better. So, um, it was exciting to, to, to be able to roll him some, um, out there and, and, you know, our strength is in our numbers. So when we are able to roll and guys can go in there and not just run the, run the defense, but make plays, man, we're a better defense. All right. So we got a lot to get to on the interior guys. Talk about Josh Ellison. We got to talk about Jordan Kelly, but it's time to talk about the next member of DeMarco Murray's room. Eichard's Intel brought to you by Orthodontics exclusively. Gabe, one play stood out. I, this is the most important play of the football game. Um, <laughs> maybe the most important play of the season because we got a 6-6, six, six, baby. Go! 
Go, oh, run, big yeah. fella, run! Oh, what, what's going through your head, Tibbs? Don't get caught by an offensive head? lineman. Uh, thank God for the block by Keyshawn right there. Uh, I, I was a. Uh, I was busting him up pretty good. I was like, man, you're a, li you're a former linebacker, man. You're supposed to be able to run. I was just just so happy for him. He needed an oxygen tank when he got to the sideline. But I was just so happy for him, man, to scoop and score. Uh, just just really right place, right time, and, 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 and just using that word of finishing, man. Um, and to be around the ball, that's just something that, you know, Jalen's always around the ball, man, and uh, just happy for him to see him add value to this team. He's he's looking up yeah. at the big screen to make sure he's not getting caught, but yeah. I, I told him he needs to be careful doing that because it also makes you look like you got that held head tilt going no, back a little no, bit, you no. know, when you're exhausted running <laughs> right. like summer workouts, kids, you know what I'm talking about, so he, it didn't make him look like he was terribly comfortable no, finishing no. the finishing the run. I, we we actually got on him about his ball security, everything. <laughs> we got out them pretty good today, uh, so uh, it. it was big. We needed it, and uh, just happy for that young man. He, he said he had stumbled when he had one against Tulane, mm. and my favorite part of that, coach, is you can see on the highlight. In the tunnel, they're getting ready to honor the 2000 National Championship team, mm -hmm. and all those guys are going crazy. Yeah, watching it was good. Roy yeah. Williams was on the field yeah. giving them a high five. That was pretty <laughs> was cool, awesome. man, for, for Roy to be able to reach out and, and, and give Roy a high five. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it means a lot, I'm sure, for an Oklahoma kid and Jalen Redman. All right, we got Oklahoma State coming up on Saturday. Bedlam, Tibbs has been in it as a player, now as a coach. We'll talk about the matchup next inside the Coach's Corner. We want to thank all of our Sooner Radio Network affiliates across the state and region. Fans can check out Soonersports.com for an affiliate in your area. And if you're traveling outside of the state of Oklahoma, you can listen to all the action on either Sirius XM Radio or download the Varsity Network app and listen free. Log on to Soonersports.com slash kids for information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club presented by OG&D. Brought to you in part by Orthodontics Exclusively and the Oklahoma Healthcare Authority. Chick-fil-A. Hey, Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A app in order, you can start earning points towards delicious rewards. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics Exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game and are pleased to honor these guests as they take the field with our captains. For info on how your child can become the next junior captain, go to orthoexc.com. Final segment with Calvin Thibodeau inside the Coach's Corner presented by Riverwind. Coach, listen, we, we talked about Perion, we talked about IT. I want to talk about some of your young guys. I, I, I noticed in, in one segment with, with Jordan Kelly, you were really pumped with what he did early in the game. Even though I'm coming back to you, we've seen Corey Roberson be in the backfield. Gabe talked about Isaiah Cole. Uh, this is a very solid group that you have right now. How challenging is it to decide rotations and snaps when you have this much talent? It's not easy, but 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 those guys, you know, they decide the rotation based on how they, you know, perform in practice and, and, and you know, whatever they put on tape in practice, that's what we go off of. So, um, you know, you got to make sure that everyone's bought in and, you know, everyone's, pulling, you know, pulling for each other. And, and, and we, I feel like we've gotten that and I, I've been I've been happier for the group because at the end of the day, you know, we, we're still one unit. And uh, regardless who out there on the field, the guys are 
uh, encouraging each other and uh, understanding that it's all about the greater cause to find a way to win a ball game. And, and that's exactly what I was going to say. You know, you look and you see guys like like a Laurent Stokes who maybe isn't seeing as many snaps as he once mm -hmm. did, or even a Josh Ellison. When they come back to the sideline, coach, it's not frustration. They want to win football games. No doubt. I mean, Laurent is a guy that started a couple years here, and, and uh, he's very, you know, he, he still has a big role, man. Uh, he still shares knowledge with everybody on that group, man, and uh, he's kind of a coach off the field, man. So I love what Laurent has done for us this year, and it takes uh, a very mature person to to handle a, his role you know, uh, uh, shrinking some, but he still added so much value to this team and uh, couldn't be more happy that he decided to come back. So, All right, Tibbs, let's talk some Bedlam. Uh, you've been a part of it as a coach, as a player. You know what it's going to be like in Stillwater on Saturday night. Keep your helmets on on the <laughs> sideline. That's, that's my advice. But I, And I know the hay's not in the barn when it comes to your preparation, but what, what stands out to you? Watching this Oklahoma State offense, uh, they they have a you know identity. They don't make a lot of mistakes. You 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 have to beat them. They're not going to beat themselves. Um, you know the, the the transfer running back. Uh, you know he runs hard. You know, one cut guy hit it downhill. Um, they're just playing well, man. As a unit, the O line, the quarterback play, um, and being able to just run the ball when winning in the trenches, uh, it, it catches your eye pretty quickly. Seems like they've, and again, I mean, as you mentioned, we brought this up to Coach Simmons. We're taping earlier in the week than we typically do. But it seems as if, Coach, that's been an offensive line that's improved as this season has progressed. Are you seeing the same thing on tape? Yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're winning the line a, a scrimmage up front. And, and like I said, they're running backs running really hard. Seven's doing a great job of, man, uh, getting downhill. So, you know, it catches your eye immediately. When, when you see an offense – run the football with the zone running game like Oklahoma State is and having the amount of success that they're having, you know, what's the message to the guys in your room, right? Because I, I know you you don't want you don't want them to feel like the entire football game rides on their shoulders, right? But it, it's clear that slowing down Jalen Warren in that running game is going to be maybe the key to this football game. No question. Uh, just just to make sure that they see the best version of us um, and how we prepare and, and, and just not, you know, making sure that we prepare the right way so that they can see the best version of us. And uh, that's been that's been the message. And, and, and they're they're excited about the opportunity. Last year, you guys lived in the backfield, Coach. Do you take much from last year's Bedlam? Well, Ronnie Perkins was really good. Wouldn't be, wouldn't, wouldn't mind having seven back. But do you take much from last year that can carry over to this year in the way that you approach them defensively? Uh, no, sir. Um, it's, it's a new year, and uh, you know we, it's a new challenge. So um, we're we're excited about you know the challenge, and uh, we we look forward to it. Spencer Sanders, in my opinion, playing the best football of his career at quarterback for the Cowboys, Tibbs. Got some, he's got some mobility. He's done some really nice things with his legs these last couple weeks. Uh, wh what kind of challenge does Sanders present for your defense? Man, big challenge. I mean, he's a dual threat guy. Um, he, he's throwing the ball a lot better, going through his reads a lot better. Uh, and then, you know, when you lose contain on this guy, man, it, it's, it's a lot of pressure on, on your defense. So we got to do a great job of keeping him in the pocket. Um, we, we, we can't let him be comfortable and go through a whole progression. Um, you know, we have to you know, create pressure up front, bottom line. So it's a big challenge, man. He's very athletic and, uh, you know, probably one of the most athletic guys we faced this year. So big challenge for us. The confidence, though, Coach, it carries over from what you were able to do on Saturday. I know 
it doesn't mean anything this coming Saturday, right? But Oh, it means something. Well, I was just going to say that this team has to feel – your guys have to feel pretty good about what they put on tape Saturday. Man, we're, we're excited. You know, you know, you look at, uh, you know, even in the Baylor game, there was some – you know, some guys were making some plays up front, so we, we knew that we weren't far off uh, from what we wanted to do. And uh, – you know, it's encouraging. We want to keep building. You know, everything that 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 we want is still out there in front of us, and it's just one 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 game at a time. Um, again, it goes back to preparation and just making sure that that you know whoever we're playing, you know, they see the best version of us. Now, uh, speaking of the best version of us, coach, this is our last coach's corner, so I kind of want to get an idea of what that room looks like in the future. You know, with guy, and, you know, obviously Perion moving on, mm-hmm. but how do you feel about some of that young depth that you have? I, I'm excited because I, I, I still think, you know, Isaiah Cole, you know, he, he has a level that he can go to. I think he's gotten a taste of it. Um, and, and, you know, my challenge to him is, hey, don't let Nebraska be the highlight of your season. Right. You know, don't let that be the, you know, there's still more out there. There's still more ball we're playing. Um, you look at a guy like Jalen Redman, uh, man, you know, if he stays on the field, man, great things are going to happen for him. Um, you know, we, we got a great recruiting class coming in. I can't speak on those guys. Right. But, um, you know, you look at, you know, a Jordan Kelly, a Corey Robeson. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm leaving somebody out. You look at uh, Kelvin Gilliam, he's going to be a really good football player for us. Uh, I, I like the depth there. And, uh, you know, it's it's just not to become – I mean, a, um, who am I missing? Uh, Josh, Josh Ellison. Josh I mean, Ellison, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at the body type, so there's still going to be depth there. And, and you want to be competitive, and you want guys not to be comfortable. You want guys, you know, out of their comfort zone, you know, striving to be the best version of them and – uh, to hit the standard, to go above the standard. So uh, I, I, I certainly like uh, the numbers in the room and want to continue to add uh, to that. Bill Beanbow this year, when we asked him, a young guy that stood out to him in practice, Calvin Gilliam. So yeah. it's kind of exciting for the future. All right. Typically, it's the Academy Sports and Outdoor Twitter question, but we're having some fun today with Thanksgiving. So it's a this or that. So here we go, Coach. Would you rather cook Thanksgiving dinner or clean up afterwards? Uh, I'm going to go with cooking, man. I'm going to go with cooking because while you're cooking, you're tasting everything. That's right. So. <laughs> I like the way you're thinking. I like the way you're thinking. A lot yeah. of responsibilities out there. That's right. That's right. Um, eat midday or at dinner time? Midday. Midday because you're going to hurt yourself on Thanksgiving. So you you want to at least get it out the way and then be able to walk or walk around a little bit. You don't want that sitting on you at, at no. dinner time. I agree. I agree. All right. Two more, Coach. This or that presented by Academy Sports and Outdoor. Hammer turkey. <laughs> Man, that's a tough one. Uh, I probably would say ham. I'm more of a ham guy. I'd say both. I, <laughs> a little combo. I I tend to agree. I eat both, right. but like a really good like honey baked ham, be honey glazed ham. Who got boy. me hungry right now? And a deep fried turkey or an oven roasted turkey? Now we talking. Now we talking. Which way are you go? Deep fried or oven roasted? Uh, definitely deep fried. Definitely deep fried. I guess I'm gonna have to try this. Blank hadn't had one. I'm missing out. You're missing out, man. <laughs> I'm missing out big time. All right. Hey, Tibbs, man, I'm so pumped for the way your guys have developed and to see you have success. Enjoy Saturday night in Battle. Good luck, and uh, we appreciate all your help this year. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. That's Calvin Thibodeau. We'll wrap up Coach's Corner for 2021 Next, presented by Riverwind. The Phillips 66 Bedlam Series is brought to you in part by Academy Sports and Outdoors, Homeland, Oklahoma Blood Institute, Anheuser-Busch, and Phillips 66. Live to the full. So this is our final coach's corner of 2021. I want to thank Gabe. You're awesome. I I, I enjoy. I when disagree. We take the but shows. thank you. 
Uh, it makes money. I want to thank our producer, Whitney Viney, who has been fantastic. What are we on, year, year three together, Whit? She does a fantastic job in not only creating fun segments like this or that, but also just being awesome at her job. Baylor has been our director all season long. He's gone through uh, all of the mess-ups that I've had, and he's awesome. Also, thanks to Madison and Brenna behind the scenes. Uh, Yusuf's done a great job. Keegan's help, helping us out on audio. It's been a fun year. So, let's take a look at what's coming up on the Big 12 this week. And we know everything that's at stake for Oklahoma against Oklahoma State. But the standings are real simple. Win and you're in. Win and you're in. Win and you're in. Losing, and you need some help from the Baylor Bears. Right. And speaking of that, uh, the schedule this week in Baylor's at Texas Tech. That's really the only other game that we're keeping an eye on outside of Bedlam. Should be fun on Saturday night. Always a great rivalry. For Gabe Eichert, I'm Chris Plank. We appreciate you. Enjoy game day. And until next year, Boomer Sooner, everybody. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, this has been the Riverwind Casino Coaches Corner, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network.